Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And Bonnie, first and foremost, happy birthday week. We talked about it on the show last week, but you have now turned 29. How was your birthday? It was good. It was good. A lot of partying, a lot of recovery time, because I guess I'm old now and don't bounce back like I used to, so... There's that, but it was really good. It was really good. Next in line, my sister's birthday is Tuesday, so we're going to do this all over again next week. So Oh, so so the Bishop clan just goes, you know, real quick. Yeah, yep. And it's always, I mean, not anymore, but it was my birthday, Mother's Day, her birthday. So it was always a, May gets real crazy. <laughs> right. And it, in addition to thunderstorms and everything else, that make it even more crazy. So that's pretty cool. Exactly. Like May is... Like the busiest month for me, and I love it. That's fantastic. Well, again, happy birthday. Um, I traded text with you on Thursday. Uh, the staff here at B Squared, your weekly weather podcast, we posted on socials wishing you a happy birthday. Uh, so, again, we are super stoked. I am glad that you had a great birthday week. And, Bonnie, we talked about last week about the chances of severe weather around your birthday. And uh-huh. lo and behold, we had some fun Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. And the the crazy thing is that the risk was looking better for Wednesday and then it just kind of shifted back a little bit to Tuesday. And yeah, it got real crazy in the Texas panhandle and Western Oklahoma. And then we actually had a very random due northward moving storm come through around nine o'clock Tuesday. And it actually had a, a little hook trying to form on it. And I was like, well, I might have to use my new storm shelter already. But I mean, of course, it kind of fell apart. But and then in the middle of the night, we had a very, very stout, strong line come through. A lot of heavy rain, a lot of loud thunder, a little bit of hail. So it was pretty good. Yeah, was it good. was. It was funny. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, I was down at Blazer Radio Control watching the Blazers in, gosh, that would have been game five, where they absolutely got obliterated in Denver. <clears throat> now, we're taping this Sunday afternoon. The Portland Trail Blazers have just won a trip to the Western Conference Finals. They beat Denver in seven games, so they went 4-3, to three, uh, down 17 in the first quarter and battle all the way back to win. Blazers win by four, and uh, immediately <laughs> the reward for beating Denver is now a date with Golden State. Uh, yeah, thank you, Houston, for being useless. Yes, and Houston took Golden State to six games, but uh, that series, honestly, I don't think was ever really in doubt, uh, especially after game four. But so Tuesday night, I'm watching the Blazers at Blazer Radio Control and Bonnie and I are trading text messages because all these storms are starting to fire up. There's some, like she said, firing around Norman. And then as you get out out into Western Oklahoma and she was like, oh, my gosh, you need to live stream News 9 from Oklahoma City. Now, I will say this. It's been a long time since I've streamed severe weather coverage from Oklahoma. Okay, I've watched a lot of James Spann in my day. I've watched a lot of the Weather Channel. I've watched a lot of other stuff. But I have forgotten how, like, hardcore you guys are, and it was a blast. I'm sitting at Moda Center watching this on my laptop while also watching the Blazer game, and I'm listening in my headphones to the guys from Oklahoma City 
And it was just fantastic to listen to the interaction with the Storm Chasers and see their video and see the tornado um, looking like a stovepipe at one point. And then it kind of wedged out. But to see the yeah. lightning illuminate was just really cool. And Train Text with you that entire night was so much fun. And just uh, I really loved it. I got to really kind of geek out on severe weather. Exactly. That's what I spent that whole evening doing. I fell asleep to severe weather coverage. It was like 1230 and I just... I was like, I want to keep watching, but I can't. And so, yeah, that's how I spend my evenings when there's wall-to-wall coverage is I watch the wall-to-wall coverage. Even though it's happening 50, 60, 70, 80 miles away from me, I'm still watching it. And that tornado around Cordell and Hobart and Rocky was pretty legit. I think it got an EF2. Okay. I was going to ask if you've seen the rain. So EF2, that would make sense. That storm was big. Uh, You saw the power flashes. Um Forgive me for not knowing their last names, but the husband and wife couple, his name is Van. They're out there chasing for News 9, and they're like, oh, my gosh. Val. Yes, sorry, Val. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, there's damage here in Cordell, and there are power flashes and all this stuff. And so you knew that it really was a big deal. There was even um, a little bit of a debris ball on the radar signature um, with David Payne was saying, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure this is a debris ball. But luckily, it was in a very less populated area. Mm-hmm. And EF2 is still going to do a lot of damage, but thankfully, when it's just plowing through fields, it's yeah. pretty to look at. And, you know, but it did go through, you know, Cordell and it did do some damage. And so, again, when we look at it, there's a reason why we're in live wall to wall coverage. There's a reason why you have tornado warnings. There's a reason why you need to take shelter when people tell you to. Uh, and so it was just, it was really fascinating to watch. And it made for a fun night Tuesday for me. It was bad because the Blazers lost, but I still really got to enjoy it and kind of weather geek out, like I said. Well, and they were watching that storm for over an hour before it finally put down a tornado. So, I mean, they watch it. So in some, you know, some communities, some states don't cover rural areas as much because it's not major populated metropolitan areas but not here like they started out in the texas panhandle so they brought all those storms into oklahoma the storm chasers did so news nine does it well yes they do and you had just mentioned that you had your weather shelter your storm shelter your safe room installed this week we had tweeted about it and posted on our facebook page um, reminding you to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Weather Podcast and on Facebook at uh, B Squared Weather. Bonnie, tell me about your storm shelter because I think it's awesome. It is legit. It's drilled down into the concrete. The guys told me that that was like the thickest, strongest concrete they've ever drilled into, so I feel pretty good about that. Um, it's a little bit small, like it's enough for probably three people to stand in. I put a little thing in there, a little plastic thing of like three little drawers where I've got like a little bit of first aid. I'm going to put some water bottles, a little bag of dog food, you know, the stuff you need to have in your storm shelter in case. Um, I put my fireproof box out there because, you know, you keep your important documents in that. Um, But the door, I swear, it's like a Scrooge McDuck vault because it is, it is legit. It's loud when you open it. It makes that like sound, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is legit, and so I just like going out there and opening it and closing it because it's like it's it's secure, and I like it. Okay, so question here, because again, I don't have one. I don't necessarily need one here in the Northwest, but do you keep that door open, or is it something that you keep closed and then you open it when you need to? 
I keep it closed, but I don't have it locked right okay. now. Okay. So, I, which I might do, especially because I did put the fireproof box in there, but the fireproof box is locked. But, I mean, whatever. So, I might go ahead and just lock it. But, yeah, it's closed. And, I mean, I don't think anyone can get into my garage. But, you know, safety. Sure. Whatever. Exactly. And, again, it's everybody's choice, right? So, at least yeah. you have the safe room. I'm glad you have it installed. We're into severe weather season, so that's a good thing. So, yeah, if you want to see a tour of Bonnie's bombproof shelter, <laughs> head over to our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. You can take a look at it. She gives us a little mini tour. Uh, are you going to put a small dog bed in there for Clyde? I mean, I might, or I might just be holding him. <laughs> sure, sure. And at that point, I think he'll be fine regardless. So. Yeah, yeah. But I love the fact that you have the ability to kind of look out a little bit from it um yeah it's gonna be dark when the doors close but you know if you really wanted to geek out you could actually run a weather station into the inside of that so you'd still get data and be protected at the same time well i want to put a battery operated radio in there i don't know what the signal will be like through those steel panels but might as well but it it is ventilated which is nice it's got a peephole which is nice um they're going to come back and install some like little led lights around the top oh, so good. Will, that are battery operated so i'll have that um if not i can get those tap light things you know the little oh, round yeah. ones so i mean that's there's pretty, a lot of options right for it, and that's so. and that's pretty awesome i mean the fact that you even have one is is amazing one of my favorite things about it is if i move they'll come take it and uninstall it and reinstall it in my new house really yeah wow. or if i need it bigger they'll come expand it. I mean, I'll have to pay for the expansion, but sure. they'll, it's expandable because it's just a bunch of steel panels that are right. bolted together with these ridiculous bolts. They left one, so I'll take a picture of the bolt by itself and please. put it on our Twitter. Yeah, no, please do. I want, I want to see that. I know our listeners would like to see that as well. But it's again, great. congratulations on that. It's been you know an awesome week. What do you guys have coming up forecast-wise? Uh, for the week, we're pretty much warm, sunny, windy a little bit and then uh, next weekend the severe weather pattern kicks back up so uh, there's already a lot of chatter about it on twitter um so the confidence i guess is pretty high but i'm trying to not get too excited because it's still you know five six days out so we'll see what happens starting saturday though is when it's supposed to start well all last week we had talked about it being kind of boring here in the northwest and it has been it's been beautiful sunny and warm uh, we get a pattern change coming in midweek. So like right now outside when we're taping this, it's in the mid seventies. We've been up to 90. I think we got up to 90 on, on Friday, which was awesome for the first time. Finally get that real warmth in here with no humidity nights cool off. It was beautiful. Uh, but we get a slap in the face back to reality where we're going to be looking at a lot of rain midweek and temperatures, probably not cracking out of 55 degrees. Wow. So, That's crazy. It like, is crazy. I mean, y'all need to figure it out. Are you going to be warm or are you going to be cold? <laughs> well, the way it works in the Northwest, especially in the month of May, is we get these warm stretches and then back into cold for a while. Then it warms up again, cools down. And it really doesn't usually flip-flop and change solidly over to summer till we honestly get into late June, early July. See, it's kind of like a switch flips here. I swear, as soon as May ends, it's like, the hot gets here and it's either hot or it's hotter. So gotcha. and that's how we'll be until probably mid-September. <laughs> oh, well, that's not fun. 
Well, I mean, it'll be all right. I, I live close to Lake Thunderbird, so I'll just spend the weekends down there. Yeah, that's fine. Your next purchase will be a boat. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clyde, will, Clyde would look good in like a little captain's hat. Yeah. Give him a little life vest, too, little yeah. baby. No, I'm sure he'd be fine. Dogs know how to swim. But yes, I understand. Um well, just, you know, it's it's that time of year again. Now we're just kind of waiting for storms to fire. Uh, nothing in the tropics. We are now out of, you know, hurricane preparedness week, which if you follow the National Hurricane Center on Twitter, uh, fantastic follow. You mm-hmm. must do it if you are hurricane buff. Most of the other geeks already do, but if you're kind of a novice, follow the National Hurricane Center on Twitter. Great stuff. Uh, they did a media tour, multiple cities with lots of their aircraft. Looking at the pictures, the kids were interested. I love that stuff. And I know we talk on the show a little bit about STEM you know, programs, but that outreach is really cool. A chance to kind of get there, talk to the hurricane hunters, see what they do, see the aircraft they fly in. It's pretty awesome. It is. And the aircraft they fly in is ridiculous. The nose is just a big old radar that usually comes right. back kind of smashed up. And like, it's, yeah, the, the aircraft they use is super fascinating. Everything we do in the name of science. Right. Ends up, it. Us- it usually ends up in damage, either being blown up or hit by hail. Right. Yep. Hail has busted up a lot of planes. Right. And I'm sure you saw the pictures this week of uh, some severe thunderstorms that went through Houston and had wind-driven hail, and the side of the house looked like it was shot up. Yes, yes. Ugh. That is the worst. That's happened around here several times where the siding is just all kinds of banged up just from hail being pounded by straight-line winds into the side of buildings or cars or whatever. Right. It totally, just totally fantastic. Just one of those things, again, uh, we don't like the damage, but it's one of those events where wind and hail combine to honestly wreak havoc and... You know, anything above basically quarter size hail is going to start doing damage. So, especially when you add the wind. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, My uncle was actually stuck in Houston, tried to fly from Houston, trying to get back home to Portland. and was going to connect in San Antonio. And because they had thunderstorms all day Thursday and into the night Thursday, ended up having instead of a 645 flight out of Houston, ended up leaving, I think, uh, 11 hours later. Wow. Yeah. So weather wreaked havoc. Um, and he was flying United and they, you know, sent out the blast email to everybody saying, hey, you know, we apologize. But sometimes we can't control the weather. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you need to rebook, we won't charge rebooking fees. You know, the whole nine doing the absolute minimum that they can. So <laughs> classic right. still make the money, but we'll try and help where we can. So, yeah, well, I know Texas has been getting it all across Texas, severe yeah. weather, flooding, everything. So, yeah, Texas has been under fire for a couple weeks. But like we said, now we just kind of sit back and wait, wait for the tropics to start firing, wait for this next wave of storms to come through. And Bonnie, like if they said, uh, if, you know, the forecast that we've seen on Twitter today, uh, do mm-hmm. verify, it could be a very, very interesting weekend uh, as we get into the plains. Yes, definitely. And, and days to come because they're talking about a pattern setting up. So we'll just see what the last couple of weeks of May have in store for us here. Right. And we cannot wait to talk about it here on B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I am Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will talk to you guys next week, hopefully, fingers crossed, about some storms. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs>